family, good evening and welcome to the Win Daily Podcast for week 13. I got Jason Mizrahi, our, our founder, our leader, our messiah, our everything. And then we got also here the ever smooth southern speaking David Jones, Tenacious D. Jones. Say what's up, guys. What's up, man? I, think that, I think that was the best intro ever, bro. <laughs> this is what happens when uh, you put me as host. So today what we're going to do is we're going to take a deep dive into the week 13 slates. It's a it's a pretty big slate with some killer matchups. We we love a lot of matchups going on here, especially at running back with uh, DJ's favorite boy. So what we'll do is we'll kind of dive into the games position by position with our favorite plays. It, it is a big slate, so it's going to be one of the tougher ones. Uh, hopefully you listen to our Thanksgiving one. And, you know, it is early in the week because of Thanksgiving, so we don't have as much injury news. But we'll, let's take a, a dive into this right now. So we got Washington and Carolina. I think, DJ, I'll, I'll give you the reins on this one because I know we were talking about it before with uh, McCaffrey, but floor's yours. Yeah, it's easy. So, I mean, obviously Christian McCaffrey uh, needs to be in a hundred percent of your lineups. I don't care if he's priced $15,000. He's going to get you over 25. He always does. He's going against the 24th ranked rush defense. Uh, it, essentially when lineups lock, you can look at the ownership on McCaffrey and the percentage of people that don't have him are dead money because he's a hundred percent lock. Is that too much? Am I selling him too much? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good. I think it's a, uh, it's a little, uh, it's a little much when Christian McCaffrey is uh, $2,400 more than the second price guy on FanDuel. Yeah. Uh, but you got to lock him in. I mean, I almost won 100k with him, and he was 2k more as well in a bad matchup. Yeah. The the thing is, like, so okay, he's $2,000 more. That's that's fine. Whatever. That just means we have to find some value which we can do on this slate. Um, I mean, he's just a sure thing, and someone cheap's going to go off, and we just have to land on that right person. Uh, then you've got over a receiver. I'm not really looking at many of these Redskins guys. DJ Moore and Samuel. Moore did great last week. Samuel uh, didn't have as good of a game, but they kind of go back and forth. Um, I think I prefer Moore here still, um, but Samuel's had a great price at 5800 They are not adjusting wide receiver prices this year. So you should be able to get McCaffrey in and a receiver tight end, not looking at much as far as defense goes. Uh, you, you could look at Carolina. It's at home Haskins on the road, but they're probably not one of my, my top three guys. Uh, Jay, what do you see in this game? Who do you like? Well, I'm watching a replay in the background while we're recording this podcast of, you know, Kyle Allen in the saints game. And he had a big game versus saints. I know, you know, Javi was kind of on him the, the week before. Other people were on him when he, he's been cheap in different spots. But this is probably the best matchup he's seen um, in his last three or four games. He's got the New Orleans Saints defense. Um, that's that's good. And he put up 23 against them. He had that off game against Atlanta with 12. Tough, kind of tough defense in Green Bay. He scored 18. He's pretty much mid-salary again. And the Redskins aren't a good defense. He's got his weapons, McCaffrey, Moore, and Samuel. If McCaffrey gets two in the air somehow, I think Allen can pay off. And D.J. Moore, he's been getting 100 yards per game for the last three or four games. So I like D.J. Moore. I think Kyle Allen is not – it's really early in the week, and I know a lot of people haven't looked at the slate yet. He's not coming up too high in certain projection systems. So I think he's sneaky kind of for GPPs. You know, I'm not going to go all in on him. I know there's better quarterbacks. I like Mahomes. I like – you know, some other guys here, but for a cheap flyer, I think he makes some sense. I think you can still pair him, pair him with McCaffrey here, and I really don't want anybody on the Redskins. 
Don't have anybody in the couple mocks that I made so far. And the Panthers defense come in cheap too. So I think you can load up on the Panthers defense because the Redskins are only poised to score 15 points here. So I think you can go Carolina D. Javi, are you in the same realm here? Or is it just McCaffrey and maybe some? Can you play any Kyle Allen? Can you play any of this defense? Yeah, I, I like Kyle Allen. He's, he's going to be, uh, I guess... I hate to say this because you're going to laugh at me. He's going to be my top quarterback of, of the season. Okay, city. so I wasn't crazy about thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, just because of the salary. I mean, 7200 on FanDuel, it's it's super cheap. And like DJ said, they're not adjusting the price. Um, so let me ask you something before I uh, take over again, Jay. W- would you put Kyle Allen with DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey on the lineup then? Um, I probably won't. I'd probably just go two of the three, you know, either go and grab both of the – I'd probably pair McCaffrey with Allen pretty easily. Obviously, the same thing with Moore. I probably wouldn't do it so much with McCaffrey or Moore if I'm going for those big GPPs because I think, you know, Moore is kind of expensive. I like Moore. I wrote him up um, in my article. So I don't dislike it, but I don't know if I could play him together um, with, with Allen. Okay. Uh, what about you, DJ? You, you think the same thing? Would you Would you put them both in, let's say, a, a three thousand dollar tournament or sixteen fifty <laughs> tournament, which we we've done before? Would you put Kyle Allen with McCaffrey and DJ Moore in one lineup? Am I building your lineup for you? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So no, I think he already has that three man. He has a three thousand dollar entry. I'm I'm thinking. Um. So uh, <laughs> Kyle Allen, I I don't. I don't know, man. If he's going to be popular again, I get the play. I trust what you guys are saying. Um, but I'm probably going to go somewhere else. But if the, if the question is, would I pair him? If I like him, will I pair him with a wide receiver in McCaffrey? I would. I've seen that win. It's something I used to shy away from. But you can't just ignore that McCaffrey catches passes. Like, it's easy to not pair him with a quarterback because he's a running back, but he also catches passes. That's what's won me a lot of money on showdowns is making that correlation. So I'm okay with uh, pairing uh, receiver McCaffrey and Allen, if that's the route you want to go. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, I think I am going to have one one build like that. Uh, again, I do like 10 fan duel big tournament lineups, and I think I'll have one build like that just to see if it's going to be a Kyle Allen week. I was one week uh, too early on that. So uh, moving on to the next game, I don't know how this is not a primetime game. Um, but you know, there's a lot of hype going on with this, with the 49ers going to Baltimore. So we got Jimmy Grapes versus Lamar Jackson. Um, Jay, what do you think of this game so far? I'm going to try to stay away. I think Baltimore's defense could be sneaky here. I don't think I really want to go with Lamar Jackson versus the San Francisco defense as good as he's been. I think there's better spots at better price tags here. You know, he's done miraculous things on the field. I don't think you fade him. I think you put him in certain lineups. But if I'm just talking about one lineup, I would probably fade Lamar Jackson. I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes, you know, at that same price tag. I'm pretty much fading this game off first instinct, you know, outside of, you know, my GPPs getting some Jackson shares. I'm pretty much fading this game, and I like the – the Ravens defense as my best play of this game. What do you what do you think, uh, David? Uh, yeah. So I I would still play Lamar. I mean, he just he consistently. I mean, we've all seen him. He threw five touchdowns last night. Uh, in his past, you know, three games, he's got over thirty points. His lowest 
fantasy point total of the year was 14, but he's averaging, you know, around, uh, I'm trying to do the math real quick, around 26 or something points. I know San Francisco's defense is good. They can be beat. This is uh, Lamar Jackson's so hot right now. I, I'm going to have some shares of him. Also, because a lot of people are going to be trying to get away from him because of the matchup, like they did with McCaffrey last week. And so you're going to get the most elite guy at the position at lower ownership than he should be. So I'm in on Lamar. I don't think you necessarily have to pair him up with a receiver or a tight end. Um, and then, like, as far as Mark Ingram, probably not going there because I'm going to respect that San Francisco rush D, but I don't respect it as much with Jackson because that's when a play breaks down and everything's going haywire, so he can still kind of scramble and get his yards. Um, I'm not on any San Francisco offense option, not even Kittle. He's priced too high for me. I like the Baltimore D too much. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just Jackson for me out of this game. Javi, do you have one or two guys? Yeah, it's it's Ravens defense going to be my number one defense for this. So, again, I like what Jay's saying, and I'm just going to – I think this is why uh, Jay likes to host because he just can agree with the plays that uh, one of us makes. Um, but in, in all honesty, I do like the Ravens D, uh, the best of this slate. Um, they're going to be in most of my lineups. I'm not on Lamar Jackson. Uh, just because of price tag, and there's other quarterbacks I like better, like uh, like Kyle Allen, you know. Uh, just kidding. But yeah. um, I guess DJ, if you if you're starting your lineup, you said McCaffrey's going to be 100% of your lineup. You like Jackson as well. Are you going to have any builds with Jackson and McCaffrey then? Yeah, I mean, why? You know, the the way I see it here, why why wouldn't I? They're both the be- the the best player at their position, and the way it looks to me this year is that you just kind of keep playing these guys who you know are going to get it done. Like, I don't think Jackson's going to go for thirty five, but I think he can go for twenty eight, and I think that's enough to win you some money here. Like, I, I, I he's getting over twenty, and, and that's what you want out of a quarterback. So, um, yeah, if I can make some builds with them both, I'd love to. Okay. Uh, well, that, that settles that. So moving on to, to the next game, uh, we got a, a basically a divisional game with the Titans going to Indianapolis. Um, I, I read a stat earlier that said there's only one person in the last four weeks that's had as many fantasy points as Lamar Jackson, and that's Ryan Tannehill, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, very interesting to say the least, considering – uh, it's Ryan Tannehill, and I've seen him for years in Miami. But um, I guess just off first glance, uh, I'll, I'll kind of take the reins on this. Derrick Henry just seems like a, a bust that can't be stopped. He reminds me a lot. I mean, he's not Jerome Bennis's size, but he reminds me of, of him where his legs just don't stop moving when he gets tackled. And he went off. He lost me a lot of money, unfortunately, because I didn't have him as, in as many lineups. But for this game, uh, he's just pri- they're finally pricing him up a little bit more. I think I'm going to fade that because I'm going to go with McCaffrey in most of my lineups. Um, from Other than that, I mean, we know Eric Ebron went on IR, so it's the Jack Doyle show. I think I'm just going to be on Jack Doyle for this game um, from my end. Other than that, I'm not really interested in anything else. Uh, what, what do you think, DJ? Uh, yeah, Tannehill, I called him out on the SiriusXM show last week, uh, but I'm not so sure this is the matchup for him. He's not going to keep going up. Like He's not going to exceed what he did last week. Um, and I just, I don't really like the matchup for him. There's something about it. I think there's better options. Derek Henry. Uh, yes, he's a wrecking ball. I'm not sure that it's the week for him. I think I want to go somewhere else. Uh, Derek Henry is elite. I've been saying it for a while now, but 
I don't know. I don't think he's going to get three two-touchdown games in a row. Uh, call me crazy. And then T.Y. Hilton, we need to see the news on him, um, but I don't think he's in my top guys. And Jack Doyle, yeah, no uh, no Ebron. It should be the Doyle show at $5,000 on uh, FanDuel. I, I can get on board with that. Jay, what are your thoughts? It's Doyle, pretty simple. Um, he's minimum salary on FanDuel. He's too cheap with Ebron out, T.Y. banged up. I think he's, you know, the the lock of this game. That's probably your safest tight end spot. You know, doing this podcast early, it's the safest spot that I see on tight end. I wrote him up. I had two tight ends to pick from in the the full slate, and I wrote up Jack Doyle. So I obviously like him. I think he's the the strongest play of this game. I I do agree with you, Avi. I think Derrick Henry's price got up a little bit too high, where if you're already up that high, you might as well get the safety in McCaffrey. So I'm on to talk to the next game. Okay, so moving on to the next game, we got Cleveland Browns going to Pittsburgh. Uh, we, we got news that Devlin Hodges is the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They look, did look a little better against the Bengals when he took over. Um, to be honest, uh, DJ, I know you called out Chubb as being one of your uh, two-and-pass guys. I, I doubted you. I didn't have him. It kind of, it kind of burned me a little bit. Um, are you on Chubb this week? Chubb is so good, you guys. Um, He's a great running back in the league right now. I'm not on him this week. I'm fading this game. I think it is going to be a low-scoring game. This is helmet swing gate. These defenses are going to be up. It is going to be a a bloodbath in the trenches. Uh, I don't know that is. I don't know what the over is on this game, but take the under low-scoring game. I'm fading the entire thing. Jack. It's one of the most swing gate, bro. That was a good one, man. I like that. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to play the Cleveland Browns defense. You know, that's pretty much the the play here. I think they come in probably like one of your higher-owned defenses. Pittsburgh's really banged up right now. Cleveland's coming off a win. So I think you you play Cleveland's defense and you stay away from the rest because Pittsburgh's defense is is just as good. They have a little bit tougher matchup, but they can show up here and, and play tough. Yeah, good call. Yeah. We get we can move on to the next game, but that is the lowest projected total on the slate, just so you know, uh, DJ. So good call on that without even knowing. Um, moving on to the next game, we have the the Buccaneers going to Jacksonville. Uh, I think this has some sneaky potential. Um, Jay, your initial thoughts on this game so far? Um, with with Jacksonville, if you're talking about Jacksonville, I like DJ Shark. Um, I think he's a good play with Nick Foles. It's an easy combination there. On the backside of things, it's it's up in the air. I mean, I can't get these guys right. You know, luckily I had Godwin in a couple lineups here, but didn't have you know didn't have as much as him as I should have. But you just play the simple rule rule that Avi's been saying all year long. Just play 50-50. So if you plan on playing three shares of Godwin, you probably should have three shares of Evans because it's going to be one or the other. I'm not playing a tight end game with with you know the the Buccaneers here. So it's either going to be Godwin Evans. I like Nick Foles a lot. I think Nick Foles comes in as one of the cheapest plays on the slate. I think he's safer than Kyle Allen. And, you know, I'll probably lean on him more than Allen, especially on FanDuel, on DraftKings. I think, you know, they both make sense. I like DJ Shark a lot. And I think you can play some DD Westbrook as well. DJ, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so um, I'm not on Foles this week uh, just because, I don't know, I, I don't believe him that much. I think Matt Ryan's a better, better quarterback. He struggled against Tampa. 
I think that Foles has been on the injured list all year, and that he, I don't know, you know, he's still getting up to speed a little bit. I know Tampa's a good, a good uh, team to target, but you know what? I'm hearing a lot of Nick Foles this week, and if Nick Foles is chalk, I don't think I, I want to do it. Um, so I'm going to be underweight on him. I like Ronald Jones this week against the Jacksonville defense. Ronald Jones has been producing in the past, though, what is it, six games? He has four touchdowns. Past eight games, he has five touchdowns. Derrick Henry just took this team uh, uh, two touchdowns on him in the ja- uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Sorry. Um, but uh, Godwin and Evans, too. You gotta, you're you going to have to pick the right one. I'm with Javi. Do one team with, one without. And DJ Chark's going to be your elite wide receiver here. Um, and that's all I got on this game. Thank you. Yeah. I think uh, Ronald Jones, he is going to be my my sneaky play on DraftKings. He's 5,100 only, and he's involved in the passing game. Yeah, he he has only got three and four targets his last two weeks, but he had eight targets the week before that, and he's mainly the pass catching back for uh, Tampa Bay. So I like Ronald Jones. I even like him on FanDuel at 6,200. I think it's... uh, Pricing mistake still on that one. Uh, Mike Evans is $500 less. Usually they're... They're, um, you know, priced evenly or like $100 here or there. Um, I think this could easily be the Mike Evans week, but who knows, right? It's either one or the other that goes off. And as Jay said, I've been preaching about it. Make the exact same build with Evans that you did with Godwin. Do two lineups if you're going to do that. Um, so moving on to the next game, we have the the Packers who got throttled on a Sunday night uh, against the 49ers. Uh, they're going to be pretty angry going into New York and playing the lowly Giants. So um, I'll, I'll take the reins on this one. I, I'm not on Saquon. Uh, I think we're safe to say that we're kind of fading him for the rest of the year because he's um, pretty much – I mean, we still think he's injured from from a few weeks ago and he's not fully healthy. Um he is at a very, very low price tag on FanDuel at 7600 On DraftKings, um, maybe a little bit more enticing, but he hasn't been receiving uh, – he hasn't been on the receiving part of his of, – he hasn't been receiving as many catches this year, I should say. So Saquon is not really I – mean, it's just risky, and he's burned me so much because I had the first overall pick in a few leagues, and I went him over Christian McCaffrey, and I hate myself for it. So – uh, for this game, I'm really just on the Packers for the most part. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go um, full throttle on these guys, and he's going to pass all over this this giant secondary. So, uh, DJ, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, not a game I like a lot. Uh, I'm I can see the Rodgers play definitely not on Daniel Jones. I kind of like Aaron Jones this week a bit, but he's probably like I don't know, ranked like eighth or ninth in my top RBs. Barkley fading with Javi. Um, Adams, I mean, he is an elite wide receiver and he played the full game and he got 12 targets last game. So he can be a guy you can look to against this Giants defense. He's going to be the number one guy to burn him. And the Green Bay wide receivers besides him are pretty much trash. If Golden Tate is out and Ingram is out, they have questionable tags. I think they play, but if they're both out, you can look down to uh, Sterling Shepard, who is underpriced at 5,900. He is the true wide receiver one there. Golden Tate came into town, and he's been great, but the Giants believe it's Shepard. Um, and if you're missing all those passing options, a punt would maybe be Darius Slayton, but not if everyone is healthy. Jay, you got anyone different? Um, I think Adams on DK at 7K is kind of the same equation of Amari Cooper on Thanksgiving. They're just a little bit too cheap. 
Um, you know, if you told me again, De- Devontae Adams at $7,000 on DraftKings about a month ago, he'd probably be 80% owned, 100% owned um, in my lineup. But at 7K versus Giants, I think it's a great matchup. I think you've got to target it um, probably in cash and, and your tournaments. He's should be healthy. You know, the Packers need to win games. They've lost a couple of bad performances versus San Francisco and the Chargers. they got to win this game. It's a good matchup. You know, the, the Giants give up 260 yards receiving, so I'm going to play a lot of Adams. And the whole Saquon Barkley thing, he burned me once about two weeks ago in a great matchup. Then I haven't played him since. I'm not saying this is the week, but I will guarantee you um, one week before the season's open over, Barkley will have a game. Um, I agree. So there's only about four or five more games left. So out of every 10 lineups I make, I'm going to throw a Barkley in there because I think a lot of people have given up on him. I told myself I gave up on him. But at these prices now, he will have one more monster game, I think, this season, just to tell people he's still got it going into next you know, next year and stuff like that. So I think he's going to have one of them. So I want to be there when it does to make, make up for the time he burned me. And I'll probably have a couple shares just to have him um, this week. So, Javi, can you get behind the Barkley play just on an ownership perspective and a dude's got talent perspective, or you just full fading him? Yeah, I mean, I can see throwing in a lineup just because of the price tag, but I'm going to need to save some salary because I think what I like the best is Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams and Christian McCaffrey. So I need to find somewhere to save salary from this slate, and it's it's going to it's not going to be with Barkley. Yeah, he's cheaper and cheaper than he's ever been, but I think the Giants are going to shut him down soon. I think they know that he's not super healthy. I wouldn't be surprised if he sits out the you know last two or three games. Um, but moving to the to the next game, uh, we got the New York Jets um, with my boy Sam Darnold, who's kissing girls left and right, playing against the winless Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, this is this is a very low implied total. It's actually similar to um, this. Did you this guys dealer. hear the? Oh, sorry, to interrupt. Did you hear the big news? About Andy Dalton is going to be the starting quarterback, so we got to lock him up. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know why, but they decided to put him back in now. So yeah, he's, he's I'm out. forty-seven hundred. Uh, I mean, yeah, he does play against the Jets, who don't know how to defend the pass, really. But, I mean, they, they look good against Derek Carr, who's looked good almost all year. I don't, that's one game, though. Um, I, I don't know, Jay. What, since, you know, you, you kind of uh, interrupted here, what do you, what's your take on this game? Are you going to play Andy Dalton in your DK lineups? Um, 4.7, man. you got to think about it at least. Um, probably not, you know, but this it's not like he's a backup going in to play starting quarterback. He's probably a starting quarterback on some other teams this year. He's better than Trubinsky. He's better than, you know, other guys have been this year. Now because he got pushed into that role, 4.7 for a quarterback who's, you know, a, a, a well-rounded starter, you know, in his career, I think he gets to 15 points, and I think he's, I think you're going to see some ownership now flock to him in both cash games and all the sharks will be on him because they've been on crazier plays than, you know, going with Andy Dalton in a matchup versus the Jets at 4.7, at least on DK. I think he ends up being probably 15, 20% owned now because he's just so damn cheap and you can now get, you know, pretty much anybody. Like I was thinking about, my first initial thought was start Nick Foles at 5,700, but 
that thousand dollar discount might allow for another guy. So I'm not against it totally. Le'Veon Bell, if there was a week for him to go off, this would be it. You know, Cincinnati's been getting torched. So I think you can play Le'Veon Bell. I think you can play Andy Dalton. Um, we got news that maybe even an AJ Green can come out and play here. Um, you know, there's there's a chance that this game becomes stackable. Um if you want to grab some solid, solid value across the board, I would go with Bell, Andy Dalton as the two top plays. But if things open up with some other injuries, maybe you can load up a little bit more in this game. So are you taking the over on this game? Well, it's it's an implied total right now, 41 and a half. 41 and a half. You're going to put me on a spot. Yeah, I'll, if the weather is clean, I'll go over on this game. Okay. All right. I'm seeing some rain. Rain will get me off this game for sure. Um, but if it's not raining and it's clear, you know, by the time Sunday rolls around, you know, I, I will take the over in this game. I wouldn't mind playing Dalton or Le'Veon. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a bump to Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate, Alex Erickson, all those guys, and they're they're all fairly cheap. What What are your thoughts, DJ, with that uh, intense breakthrough of the Cincinnati Bengals? Dude, I didn't know Andy Dalton was starting. He's way too he's way too cheap. He, you got to play Andy Dalton in some lineups. Uh, he he could easily. I mean, he was okay. I, he wasn't winning games, but as far as a fantasy quarterback goes, his last game 17, 21, 14, 18, that's fine. And it's six thousand dollars. That gives you McCaffrey. That gives you Thomas. That gives you so much. And if AJ Green doesn't play, you've got the Bengals at home. And my favorite thing to do one of my favorite things is playing tyler boyd at home versus the jets at six thousand. if green does not play i love dalton to boyd it's awesome um lev bell i get the play the bengals are terrible lev bell needs to show up um and then you've got ryan griffin who we love at win daily he just keeps getting it done and winning us a ton of money um, you can go back to him i'm not as high as him as i have been the past four weeks going against uh, really bad defenses this week. It's another bad defense. Oh man, maybe I am high on him. Fifty six hundred. They didn't adjust his price either. I was thinking. I was gonna say it. I was gonna say the Bengals get their first win this week. Uh, I think I'll go with it. I'm gonna stick with it. Bengals get their first win this week against the Jets. Against the hot. Yeah. The hot Jets. Yeah. They're winning. Hey, I'm just I'm just calling it out. Sam Darnold's probably going to be hungover still. It's on the weekend, you know, it's after Saturday night. Hey, so. that, that was great. You guys all saw the article then of him. Uh, I mean, now we know how he got mono because he just kisses random girls. But you know, they, he got busted making out with the chick after his win. So hey, more power to him. He's a single man. I you know I don't I can't hate. I'll do the same thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Bengals get their first win, especially if Green's active and. Uh, yeah, those are my plays. Dalton, Boyd, Bell's okay, and Griffin. You heard it here first, guys. It's Tenacious D. Jones, Tallinn Bengals, their first win against the, the New York football Jets, right? So all, all I've been hearing is that David would be making out with girls if I was 22 and I was the quarterback of the New York Jets. Yeah, you better believe I'd be making out with girls. I get it. I get it. All right, so moving on to the next few games, we got four left. Uh, like we said, it's a it's a pretty big slate. This is the last of the early games. Um, we got the Philadelphia Eagles going to Miami to play the lowly Miami Dolphins and Ryan Fitzmagic. Uh, there's a stat I just want to throw out here. So the Eagles, the last four games 
have allowed 13 points, 14 points, 17 points, and 17 points. So they went from one of the worst defenses in the league um, and one of the worst secondaries to a pretty solid defensive team. I mean, uh, Jay, DJ, am, am I reading this wrong? Do you see an improved Eagles defense? Is this something we can get behind this week at all? We'll, we'll start with you, DJ. Uh, the, the Eagles, uh, defensive line, I've always thought was pretty good. It was passing. You could, you could get on him. Um, Devonte Parker, I think can still beat him. He just gets a ton of volume here from, uh, from Fitzpatrick. So he's a good play at 6,000. Another guy that uh, they're just not adjusting the price on. I, I don't get it. You, this is how you win. You pay up for running back and then you pick some mid tier wide receivers and then you land on the right tight end. That's how you win this year. Um, but I'm not on either of the quarterbacks as far as the running back goes. If Howard is out, I can see Sanders. If Howard is in, I'm not playing him. Um, Alshon Jeffrey still beat up. I don't know. It's kind of an ugly game. Give me Parker. Jeffrey, if he plays, he's too cheap. He's 6,500 against the Dolphins. Uh, you have to look at him, too. If he had been healthy all year, he'd be $1,000 more expensive. And uh, I'm not really on either defense, no. What about you, Jay? Um, I think this is the week that Miles Sanders finally pays off. You know, we've been playing him the last couple of weeks. He hasn't done much. He's 5,400 on DraftKings. Um, Cincinnati used to be, or they might still be, the worst rush defense. But Miami's allowing 148 yards on the ground a game. So I think Miles Sanders is the play here. You can pair him up with the Philly defense. I think Philly's defense is better. I think Miami's offense has been better as of late with Fitzmagic. But I wrote up the the Eagles as well. I think they come in as one of the safer um, plays here. So I don't mind the Eagles defense. I don't mind pairing with Miles Sanders. I think Zach Ertz is still in play. And I'm probably not going to target much from the Miami side at all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's potentially the Eagles defense uh, just because, I mean, I'm just looking at what they've done the last four weeks, and I think it's a good play. And then Devontae Parker, that's about it. I, I can't trust Alshon. I think he's still banged up. Even if he does play, <clears throat> I think he might get limited snaps just because he's been out for so long. So uh, moving on to now to the 4 p.m. Eastern hour, we have the L.A. Rams who – don't know how to play football anymore uh, going into Arizona playing against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Um, I guess at first I'll, I'll take the first take here. Uh, really? This is kind of a, a fade game for me. I know uh, I read a stat that Tyler Higby's out snapping Gerald Everett. And we know when, when all else fails, we play the tight end against the Cardinals, but given that it is a two tight end set for the, the LA Rams, I, I'm going to avoid that. And I just don't like what I see from Jared golf. Yeah. He's in a killer matchup against a weak Arizona defense, but uh, I'm not on, I'm not too high on this game. Kyler Murray could be sneaky because of the use of his legs along with Christian Kirk, who, you know, we, we're seeing how bad Jalen Ramsey is. I mean, I think he's pretty overrated in general. And I, I think, you know, that's being put on display ever since he's been on the Rams. So I do like the the pairing of Kyler Murray with Christian Kirk. I mean, other than that, I'm not really on anything else. What, what are your initial thoughts, DJ? Uh, my initial thought is I hadn't really looked at this game yet. I'm looking at it now. Uh, Cooper Cup. He uh, he's had a bad few games, but uh, he's going to be under owned because of it. And he strung together 
three games over 20 points earlier in the season. He's still an elite wide receiver. He had one over. He had a game over 220 yards. I mean, he's still great. He's going to be low-owned. He's going against Arizona. Okay, if we're not going to target the tight end, I agree that it's kind of wishy-washy there this weekend. Then uh, Cooper Cup, I love it. That's my favorite play of the game. All right, what about you, Jay? Yeah, nothing really interests interests me too much here. Um, too many mouths to feed on the Rams. They're not playing that good. I can take a shot, you know, if we can target it on one of these Rams tight ends. You know, that's the obvious play. Everett's day-to-day right now. He's questionable with the knee. If he comes out, then I think Higby becomes a real nice value here uh, on both sides. I don't know if I put him in front of Doyle, but on DraftKings at 2,500 now, now you you get super sneaky and you go Higby with Dalton, then you can pretty much get anybody you want um, for the rest of your lineup, which I kind of like because there's a lot of cheap defenses here. So if you start your lineup maybe with Dalton, Higby, and the Browns defense or another cheap defense here, you can easily get McCaffrey, Devontae Adams, um, pair of Tyler Boyd. So I like the the build off the the Higby line, so it doesn't make you know, it makes some sense there. Not going to really load up on any Arizona players. So it's going to be Higby, you know, with a, a big bump if Everett's out. And outside of that, I'm not really on anything. Okay. Yeah, I, I can get behind that. I, if, if Everett's out for sure, I think Higby is one of the locks at tight end besides Doyle. Um, I, I think that's about it. I mean, yeah, I, I see Cup, you know, he was great in the beginning, but um, I just can't trust it. There is, as Jay said, too many mouths to feed. Uh, I didn't hear you guys talking too much about Kyler Murray. DJ, do you like Kyler Murray at all? Will he, will he be in some of your lineups against the susceptible Rams defense? Yeah, I do like it. Good question. I, I do like Murray a little bit here. Um, he, I, he's been better than I thought he was going to be. They're coming off a of bye week. Arizona has a good shot to win this game. His past three games before the break, he had over 20 points. And one of those games was against San Francisco. And another two of those games were against San Francisco, 20 points over each of them. And one was against Tampa Bay. who has got a tough rush defense. Yeah, I can definitely see playing Kyler Murray here. I don't think you have to pair him up uh, with a wide receiver. Uh, if you wanted to pick one, it'd be Christian Kirk. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to mix him in a little bit. What about you, Jay? What on this this Arizona game? No, yeah, on Kyler Murray. Will you have any shares of him? No, not really. You know, he's not somebody in my my top five, so I'm probably just gonna stay away from him. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll move on to to the next game. We got two left. We got Oakland, who just got throttled by the New York Jets, going against the Kansas City Chiefs in KC. This is the highest implied total of the slate. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is at 8,600 here on FanDuel. Um, he's one of the higher-priced guys with Lamar Jackson. I think he's the top quarterback of the slate personally over Lamar. I know Lamar's just unreal right now. Uh, and, DJ, you, so you were talking about Lamar Jackson. Uh, so I think, you know, it goes it goes without saying. It's, it's probably going to be Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson as the top quarterback of the slate. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on this game? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like Lamar just because of, you know, his upside and his ownership is going to be hilarious this week. Um, but Mahomes against Oakland is fantastic, too. Mahomes is elite. I think this is looking like a pretty easy week to me. Um, it looks like our top guys at 
a lot of positions are going to have low ownership. I think I think we're looking good. Um, but Mahomes is probably my top guy here on the entire slate because of the matchup. Pair him up with Tyreek Hill. He's got a questionable tag right now because hamstring, that's not good for a wide receiver. We have to watch the news. But if Tyreek Hill is healthy, I like T- Tyreek Hill a lot. He's the kind of guy that will get in and play if he's not 90% or, or not 100% if he's around 90%. And he, he can re-aggravate things. I've seen it before. But if he stays healthy the whole game, he's going to smash. Um, if not, then we're going to have to pivot down to maybe like a, a Travis Kelsey or another one of these wide receivers. But Mahomes has so many weapons that uh, you, can, you can play Mahomes naked even if you wanted to because he can hit two, three, even four different guys for a touchdown. Um, Derek Carr, I'm not interested in. He is he even starting. Didn't he get pulled last week? I don't. I, yeah, he, he got pulled. He got pulled late though. It was really late in the game when they were down by like thirty points at that. Yeah. Point. Oh well, and I'll tell you what. If I'm going to play a Raider, it's going to be Josh Jacobs, another guy. I think that might be under owned because people are going to think Kansas City just destroys Oakland, which they will. But Jacobs, although he hasn't been too involved in the passing game, he can be. He does have the hands. They should get him involved more over uh, Jalen Richard. Um, so I like him kind of as a sneaky guy, too. Not many people will be on. Uh, Jay, who do you like in this game? Yeah, I think Mahomes is the obvious play here. Josh Jacobs would be the second. I kind of lean to Kelsey over Tyreek Hill. And... Um, I don't know what to really make of Waller and Tyrell. They've kind of slipped off here. You know, they'll probably be lower owned than they should be. You know, they started off, Tyrell started off the hot really, off the year really well. Then Waller kind of took over. Jacobs has been the most consistent one in his offense. But either of these three guys, you know, could go off here. I'd probably like to get shares of, you know, of each of them here. You know, get a little bit of Tyrell get a little bit more of Waller and probably the most shares of Josh Jacobs here. And on the backside of things, I'll have the most share of Mahomes, then a little bit less with Kelsey, and then a little bit less with Tyreek Hill. And that's the way I see these 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 teams playing out. I don't want anything to do with the defenses here and not too much with the KC running backs. So, Avi, that's what I got for you on my end. Okay. No, I can, I can stand behind that. So, I guess – if you're going to play, let's say you're playing both Mahomes and Jackson, DJ, who are you going to have more shares of? Uh, uh, Mahomes. Um, yeah, Mahomes. But I do like Jackson a lot. Mahomes going to be my top guy. It, look, it's probably going to be Mahomes, Jackson, and Dalton. I mean, they're just two elite quarterbacks and one guy who's way underpriced. That's who I have written down on my paper right now. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Jay, I know your answer. I think it's Mahomes over Jackson. So we can just move on to this last game. Um, we got the LA Chargers going against the Denver Broncos. Honestly, I don't like anything in this game. I'll just flat out come out of there and say that. And the only thing I do like is the Chargers defense on FanDuel. They're 3,900. Jay, initial thoughts? Same exact thought here. Um, Chargers defense are in play. I don't really want anybody else from this game. Yes, they can go off, but I see this as a lower scoring game a game that's going to get low ownership. I'm not going to be on it. It's just the Chargers defense that makes some sense. Vegas has a game at 30 and a half. Um, there's nothing really, there's not much to like here. Uh, maybe you want to try to force in Cortland Sutton or force in Keenan Allen here, but that's not for me. I'm staying away from both quarterbacks. It's only the defense for me. DJ, anything else on this game? I kind of like Philip Lindsay here. I mean, he's got a good matchup. He's the RB1. He splits with Freeman, sure, but... 
Lindsay, he, he pops sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. Uh, he, you know, he is always usually around 10 fantasy points. He can get in the end zone a couple times. He's a couple games over 20. Uh, he's 6,300. That's pretty good for him against the Chargers, uh, you know, rush D. So that's the only guy I'm looking at here. And the defense makes sense, too, of the Chargers. Of course, don't put him, Lindsay, in the same lineup as the Chargers. Um, but, yeah, I, I get both plays. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. I, I think I like Lindsay more on DraftKings where he's – he hasn't been involved in the passing game as much, but he's 5,000 on DraftKings. So, I mean, it's it's dirt cheap there, and he, he can get, you know, three, four, five receptions in a game. Um, so, real quick, we'll, we'll build a, a lineup with you guys. We're not going to build the full thing. Uh, we don't want to be caught up in the lineup sharing stuff, but uh, also the guidelines. But let's, uh, let's start off then uh, with quarterback. So, I think we're all pretty much in consensus here. Uh, we're going to do a cash game build. Uh, Mahomes? You guys agree to that? That's cool yeah. with me. Cool. DJ, give me a running back. FanDuel. Yeah, easy. McCaffrey. Okay. All right. McCaffrey. Jay, what do you got for me at wide receiver? Wide receiver. Um, We're doing FanDuel. See if I can get somebody cheap for you. Go with DJ Shark. There you go. DJ Shark. All right. You gonna start singing the song for us, Jay, while we do this, or no? No shark for you, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, DJ, do you agree with DJ Shark? Uh, yeah, I think Shark's in a good spot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, give me another wide receiver, then. All right. Let's see. I was hoping you were gonna say tight end. Um, uh, well, okay, uh, tight end. Go ahead. Well, it just seems like uh, Doyle is in a very good spot for being so cheap. That's the guy I got in, so I'm I'm cool with that. Yep, I'm good with Doyle as well. That's that was my vote. Um, wide receiver, I'll jump in here. Devontae Parker, I think he's priced way too low. Can we yep. all agree on that? Yep, go for it. And then you compare him with Miles Sanders, and we've got a a pretty solid start there. Ronald Jones. Yeah. Miles Sanders. I was gonna say R R J three. <laughs> Ronald Jones the third. Uh oh. Well, are we are we in consensus here? Are we gonna go with Miles Sanders or Ronald Jones? Uh, two to I mean, one. We Ronald can get Jones. both, right? Okay. All right. You guys good with both, or is that too much? For cash games, I don't think it's too much. You know, okay. I think that leaves you with pretty much. You know, you can go with any cheaper defense. Um, mm-hmm. We're not gonna finish the last two, but that leaves you with fifty-two hundred each for. You know, you have to wide receiver three it. Mm-hmm. And, and get a defense here, but it's very doable with this build right here to get, you know, I see some defenses here that we mentioned earlier, you know, one of a stronger two um, here, and it gives you 6,600 mm-hmm. left for the wide receiver three. So I feel mm-hmm. confident building there. Yeah, uh, I'm good with that too. Uh, I'm a little worried leaving Mahomes naked. Uh, That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, I prefer to have him stacked up with someone like Kelsey or even Hill. Um, but I'm okay with this build again with cash games. Uh, you don't have to stack. I prefer to stack. Well, maybe uh, Tyreek Hill will be out and you can slide in some, uh, Sammy Watkins at a uh, very low ownership. Uh, maybe after I go throw up, we'll go do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that does it here. I think that's a good start for your build. You guys know where to reach us on Win daily sports, uh, David, myself and Jay, we all write articles here. 
We're always on Discord if you have any questions. And here's to crushing week 13 and getting DJ's first ticket to Puerto Rico. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs)